Welcome to the Roncast, where entrepreneurs find killer tips, techniques, and tools to start and growth hack any business. Brought to you by one of Canada's favorite business personalities, Ron Davies. Ron Davies. Enjoy the show. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Roncast. I'm your host, Ron Davies. Hey, today is kind of a kind of um, a follow-on for what we were talking about yesterday. I, I mentioned that I kind of identified that the people that listen in to what I have to say um, were primarily um, in an age group that's about 45 and over, right? So what's interesting about this age group is that it is where, first of all, the most affluent and experienced generation is. The generation before them, so the early boomers, um, they were primarily a, a very hardworking generation, uh, but they were not particularly innovative. Uh, the innovations that we see nowadays are all sitting squarely on top of what late boomers developed. Um, Facebook, for example, sits on top of the internet, developed by a boomer. Uh, just a later boomer. So same as email, same as uh, instant messaging, same as cell phone technology, all of this stuff developed by baby boomers. So baby boomers are very well practiced at entrepreneurship and innovation. Uh, They're also um, the wealthiest, broadest generation of wealth, I guess is a way to put it. And they're kind of at a place in their lives now where they're either as a result of COVID maybe even, not really working anymore, they're kind of retiring and they're trying to figure out, you know, how do I, how do I best budget for my retirement when I want to leave a bunch of money for my kids or maybe I don't want to, you know, what, what am I supposed to do? So what I wanted to do is, particularly if you're say 55 years old and above, but, but 45, it applies as well. This is really for you. So, um, I think it's important that between, say, 50 or 55 and death, that's that's the time to use the money that you've saved up, right? Use this and enjoy it. Um, don't keep it for those who may have no notion of the sacrifices that you've made to get it. Remember, there's nothing more dangerous than a son or a daughter-in-law with big ideas for your hard-earned capital. Um, just kind of a word of warning also. This is also a really bad time for investments. Uh, Even if it seems wonderful or foolproof, there's just too much turmoil going on. So unless you're already really good at investing or you already have lots of investments, carry on, but it's not a good time to enter into new ones. And the thing is, if you're not savvy with investments, if you don't have a high risk for tolerance as a young person, as an older person, putting money up at stake, risk money as it were, it only brings problems and worries. Uh, this is really a time in your life for you to enjoy some peace and quiet, not be you know, worried about that. And speaking of worrying, stop worrying about the financial situation of your children and of your grandchildren. And don't feel bad spending the money you earned on yourself. You've taken care of your children and grandchildren for many years. 
you've taught them you know what you could you probably gave them an education or were very involved in it you provided food and shelter and support um, the responsibility financially now is theirs they've got to go out and earn their own money right try to live a healthy life but without a lot of great physical effort you know do moderate exercise like maybe walking each day or a little bit of fitness stuff whatever that might be uh, we have a gym in the basement here that we use you know we've got free weights on it uh, exercise bicycle, bike uh, bicycle, exercise bicycle uh, we've got one of those towers you know for doing pull-ups and um, uh, Roman sit-ups and all that kind of stuff you don't have to do a lot. It's, you know, longevity comes through fluidity and movement. The Asians believe that the secret to a good quality long life is just walking, believe it or not, not running. In fact, running in that age group is more dangerous than beneficial. So, you know, it's, it's easy to become sick as you get older and it gets harder to remain healthy. And this is why you've got to keep yourself in shape be aware of your medical and physical needs. Be in touch with your body. Um, keep in touch with your doctor. And your doctor might not be, you know, the MD, the medical doctor. Your doctor might be someone that does Bowen or Reiki or some other practitioner. I know from my own experience that what I consider to be good medical help no longer comes from doctors or any of those kinds of things. I'm very grateful to them for having, you know, Western medicine and science. Uh, saved my youngest son's life when he was um, not even two. Uh, he uh, was diagnosed with leukemia. This is a very long time ago. It was ALL, uh, acute lymphoblastic leukemia. That's what ALL stands for. And he was a survivor among a bunch that didn't survive. So I'll always be very grateful for that. And by the way, he's super healthy now. He's uh, full of piss and vinegar and very ambitious. And he's got I don't know how many bank accounts and tax-free savings accounts and investments and drip plans and, you know, he trades and whatnot. And uh, he's 21, right? So he's very, very active and he's just fine. But my point is that, you know, you got to keep kind of in touch with your doctor. Get tests even when you feel well. Just, you know, stay informed. Sticking your head in the sand is not a good strategy for health, particularly, you know, midway through life and after. Um, always buy, like, the very best, most beautiful things for your significant other, whoever that is, you know, your, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, fiance, whatever you call them. The key goal is to enjoy your money with that partner. One day, one of you will miss the other. That's just going to happen. And having a big bag of money in the account will not provide comfort then. So enjoy it together. Of course, you know, have your life insurance. So whenever should you expire or the other one expire, there is that money there um, for living on. But enjoy the money that you have sitting in the bank. And regardless of what your age is, you got to keep your love alive. Like love your partner, love life itself, love your family, love your neighbor. And remember that a man is not old as long as he has intelligence and affection. You know, some people will say, geez, I don't want to live to be, I don't know, 85 or 95. But you know what? There are people that are 85 and 95 that have great lives. They have high quality lives because they have high quality relationships in those lives. And according to the Harvard study, it was a 75 year long study that basically surveyed um, Harvard students 
from back in the late 30s. They were alumni or became alumni in the 1930s and it followed them every year through their lives. Some of them became wildly wealthy. Some of them, the opposite was true, but it followed them through and it pulled them on criterion that counted towards measuring their happiness. And you know what? Um, unanimously, the result was that there is no tie whatsoever between financial wealth and happiness. There's no connection, right? Nothing at all. This is a Harvard study. The single most salient factor in how happy people are was the quality of the relationships in their life. Now, they didn't say the quality of their marriage or the quality of their family. They said relationships. Relationships is a little more global. Relationships is about, of course, you know, your significant other, your friends, your family, your children, but it's also relationships with your dog, relationship with the environment. Are you living in a place that makes you happy? Um, relationships with your plants because your plants bring you joy. So it was about the quality of relationships. So even though primarily the people that I speak to are, you know, guys like you, ladies like you, uh, affluent people, they would be considered affluent. Well, um, <laughs> affluence is fine. We all, <laughs> we all know that, but it is not the key to happiness. Uh, you know, people will say, well, Ron, I'd rather cry myself to sleep in a Mercedes than on a bicycle. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's arguable, but the Mercedes won't make you happy, you know? So be proud, you know, be proud of, of who you are. Be proud of what you've done in your life. Um, don't stop, you know, going to your barber or your salon, you know, take care of yourself. Um, go to the dentist, take care of your teeth, you know, keep, keep whatever indulgences you have in terms of perfumes or creams or lotions. You know, when you're well-maintained on the outside and you're groomed, it kind of creeps into you and seeps in and you, you feel proud, you feel strong, you feel good about yourself and feeling good about yourself. I know I sound kind of like a Wonder Brock commercial from the 80s here, but feeling good about yourself also uh, actually makes you healthier. There's a lot of uh, psychology behind that. Um, don't kind of lose sight of fashion trends for your age. I get made fun of from time to time because um, I goof around with fashion just for shits and giggles. You know, I'll wear a plaid shirt with a completely different plaid pair of shorts to go play golf because I know it drives people nuts and I have fun with that. Um, but uh, don't lose sight too far of fashion for your age. Keep your own sense of style. Be you, right? You've developed your sense of style over decades and what you feel looks good on you. Keep it and be proud of it. It's proud of it. It's, it's part of who you are. And try to be up to date. You know, I'm not a big fan of, of watching the news at 11 o'clock at night and then going to bed in no small part because what I learned from Brian Tracy, a uh, business coach, many years ago is that whatever you put into your mind just before you go to sleep gets a lot of consideration by the subconscious while you are sleeping. So all the negative shit that you see on the news is not particularly good for your subconscious. But that aside, you know, stay on top of what's going on in the world that particularly things that relate to you, not, you know, how many shootings there were in the West End or how many awful things happened in traffic, things that relate to you. If you're interested in investments, stay up on it. If you're interested in what's happening in, you know, financial markets or on the golf circuit or sports, stay up on that stuff, right? Because it's interesting. Make sure you have an active email account and try to use some of the social networks. They say that Facebook now is for old people. Uh, I guess so. I don't know. I'm I kind of use a little bit just to see what my kids are up to and my friends are up to. And sometimes I manage to reconnect 
with someone that I knew back in grade school, which is kind of cool. Um, you'd probably be surprised at you know what old friends that you can get reacquainted with. Now, the younger generation thing, I give them a hard rap. You know, I, I really do. I give them a hard time, but I think that I need to, we need to respect that younger generation and respect their opinions. They're certainly entitled to them. They probably don't have the same ideas that that I do or you do, but they are the future and they'll take the world in their direction, whatever that is. So try to give advice when it's solicited, good advice, not criticism, not narrow-mindedness. Try to remind them that yesterday's wisdom still applies today. Wisdom is timeless. And don't use the phrase back in the day or in my time or when I was a young lad or those kind of things. Your time is now. As long as you're alive and I'm alive, well, it's we're part of this time, aren't we? <laughs> you know, some people really embrace their golden years. You know, we all know couples that are like that and they're really, they seem to have wonderful, happy lives while others seem to become kind of bitter and surly and miserable and unapproachable and withdrawn and, you know, they kind of shut themselves in. Well, life, as we're all finding out, is too short to waste days on feeling, you know, miserable. Spend your time with the positive, cheerful people in your lives. It'll rub off on you. Your days seem that much better. So find the good things in life. Uh, my mom is uh, is a little older <laughs> and uh, she's, uh, she's in her 80s now. And when she gets on the phone with me, the first thing she does, she'll say, oh, you know, how are you? I'll say, I'm fine, mom, how are you? And then she'll go through this whole almost seems like a rehearsed list of all the shit that's wrong in her life and all the things going wrong with the people that live where she is, all the health issues and the deaths and the disease. And then I'll say, so mom, what was nice about today? What did you see that was beautiful in your day? Or what did you, what did you enjoy when you went out um, with Bert? That's my, uh, my stepdad. You know, what, what, what did you find in the world that's beautiful? Because it's easy to spot the shit. But it's also easy to spot the nice stuff. Just nobody practices that as much as we should. So spend the time with positive people. Surround yourself with positive people. Leave the toxic people out of your life. They're not worth it. And it doesn't matter. I don't care if it's your spouse. If she's toxic to your life, she needs to be out of it. And you need to be out of hers because my bet is you guys are equally toxic to each other. So you're not doing one another favor staying together. How much life do you have left? 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years? I don't know. But shouldn't you be spending it happily? Right? I mean, make your decisions based on information, not hostility or emotion. But you need to remove toxicity from your life, right? Spending your time with bitter people will just make you bitter and old and harder to be around for everyone else. And guess what? That's when your kids stop bringing the grandkids around. You know, that's when you find yourself a lonely old man or a lonely old woman and then you go a little nutty and start spending too much time with the squirrels. <laughs> I'm sure there are very nice people spending time with the squirrels. You know, so just don't surrender to the temptation that you're going to have of living with one of your children or grandchildren. You know, assuming you have the financial wherewithal to have the ability to make that choice. You know, being surrounded by your family and kids and grandkids probably sounds really awesome, but we all need our privacy. They need their privacy. You need your privacy. And even then, you know, really only do so if you feel you really need the help or do not want to live by yourself at all. Some people just don't live well on their own. They need to be with someone. And that's fine too. 
but give it some thought. Don't just surrender to temptation. You know, keep, keep your hobbies going. Don't abandon those. If you don't have any hobbies, create new ones. You know, you could do whatever you want. Radio controlled drones or jet skis or fishing, travel, hiking, cooking, dancing, you know, whatever you want. Adopt a dog, uh, grow a garden, play cards, you know, checkers, chess, blackjack, <laughs> whatever you want, right? And get out of the house. Like the, the key here is get in motion. Um, things become what they are. Your body becomes its function. If your body is walking every day and moving around, it will be healthy enough to do so. If your body sits on the couch while you absorb bonbons and potato chips, well, you're not going to be with us for long, in which case you're listening to the wrong podcast anyway. Right? So get out of the house. The important thing here is to basically leave the house from time to time, visit museums, friends, walk through a park, just get out. Right? And, and when you encounter people, speak as um, articulately as you can in courteous tones and don't just complain or criticize too much unless you just have something you've got to get off your chest and then it's okay right because we all have that we've got to have somebody that's our sounding board uh, it may or may not be your significant other it might be your best buddies or your girls you know whatever it is and try your best to accept situations as they are we've all been really tested with this covid thing right what's going on with COVID. We've all been really put to the test, our thumbs in the thumb screws, to try to accept this situation. Because it doesn't matter how much money I or you throw at COVID um, and all the politics and the business around COVID itself, we're probably not gonna change it. It's those level 33 stonemason guys, you know, the Warren Buffetts, the Bill Gates, those are the guys that are gonna change this. You know, as you age, Pain and discomfort are kind of go gonna go hand in hand with that, right? Try not to dwell on them, accept them as part of your life. Maybe you can even make them make light of them. You know, for me right now, I'm not old, but my back goes out easily. You know, I served in the military as a young man and injured my back and my knees. Both my knees have had surgery, my back hasn't, and I'm avoiding that because usually that doesn't go well. But you know, I have to go and have my back gone over by uh, a Bowen practitioner. If you've never tried it, you got to check it out. B-O-W-E-N. It's like a massage that's very in touch with what's going on. Um, it works when no other doctor, specialist, or medicine does. Now, other people, right? You're going to have people that offend you. Not that we're the easy to offend people, but, right, if you've been offended, just, just forgive them and let it go. You know, don't plot the next retaliation. And if you've offended somebody, just apologize. Don't drag that shit around. You don't need resentment with you. It only serves to make you more sad and more bitter. It doesn't matter who is right because there is no right. Someone once said holding a grudge is like taking poison and expecting the other person to die. I believe that. You know, I, I really didn't understand that when I forgive somebody... It's not for them, it's for me. It liberates me from whatever crap transpired between us, whether I caused it or they caused it, it just lets go. And as a young man, you can imagine a young soldier full of piss and vinegar, all ego, like 110% ego, that was not easy. That's wisdom that comes from having a few years on the planet. You know, So forgive, forget, move on with your life, move on to whatever the next thing is that, that makes you happy. 
right? And find places that make you happy. Find people that make you happy. Laugh away your worries. You are one of the lucky ones. You've managed to have a life and a pretty long one. Many don't get to this age, never get to experience a full life. I started losing friends right after high school. Friends to cancer, friends to vehicle accidents, uh, friends in the military, uh, you know, and, and everything in between. And, um, you know, my son said, geez, dad, you know, you turned 50, uh, you're getting pretty old. And I said, yeah, but you know what? I feel like I'm winning. And, <laughs> and I don't mean feel like I'm winning just because I have a really good quality of life, but because I'm surrounded by people that love me, people that I love, people that I love to help in every way that I can. You know, I've got a daughter heading off to university um, this next semester that's coming up. And even though I think the first semester she'll be doing online because the classrooms won't be active, she we've got her a nice place of her own. It's very exciting. We're moving her um, in a couple of weeks up there. And, and I get to watch her, you know, go through that. I have an older daughter who's given me a granddaughter and my oldest daughter is, is wonderful at sales, you know, and I've, I've loved to be able to, I've loved helping her become the top salesperson at every place she goes, whether it was a shoe store or a Harley Davidson dealership and then top salesperson at a Mazda dealership and now BMW is headhunting her, which works out nice because I'm ready for another BMW. <laughs> so that might work out all right. But I'm surrounded with these people whose lives I'm experiencing through my own eyes, through the optics of my own eyes. And they're people I love. And I, I have the most wonderful wife anybody could ever have. I think we've known each other for millions of years. I'm glad we found each other in this life. And I really hope we do in the next one. Um, I'm not on to the next one yet. Like I said, I didn't turn 50 all that long ago. But I hope some of these words that I've shared with you here are of value to you. And if they're of value to you, I hope you find someone that you can share them with. And if you have any questions, I would be happy to answer them. I've gone way past the 10 minutes here, but this is kind of an important piece. I'm trying to move with what you guys are asking me to move to. So if you have a question, go to www.theroncast.com and just hit contact and shoot me over whatever questions you have and I'll get to them. Other than that, we're on to Wednesday afternoon here just outside beautiful Toronto in Ontario, Canada. I'm your host, Ron Davies. This is The Roncast. Have a wonderful day. Bye for now. That's it for this episode of The Roncast. Be sure to subscribe and tune in again for killer tips, techniques, and tools to growth hack any business. We hope you've enjoyed the show.